0: Hey everybody, welcome to TikTok, the podcast in which we rate and review romance novels recommended by TikTok. I'm Karina.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Emily. <laughs> this week we're reading Three of Hearts by Lily and Mark.
0: Zephyrine is a harpy computer programmer who lives a peaceful life in her beautiful self-designed home, eating her gourmet ice cream. Everything is wonderful and she's extremely happy. But then her sister, Sophia, who's a private investigator, asks her to be a mark for somebody that they're trying to catch. This person apparently has a thing for harpies and her sister has already been seen too many places. Zev's like, all right, I need a little excitement, but like a little excitement in my life. She agrees to do it and goes out and meets Gregory who initially she thinks is hot, turns out he's kind of an asshole. He's immediately sexist, questioning her ability. Oh, good God. She goes on the mission. They successfully capture the mark, but in the process, she is injured and careens through a window right into Asa, Gregory's ex. He takes her home, begins to nurse her back to health, And in the process, she discovers that she has found herself in the middle of a love triangle. Will the three of them work it out? Will she be able to overcome the long tradition of harpies fucking and fleeing? Can her family ever accept that she wants a modern family structure? Find out in three of
2: hearts. I gave it zero to 60 in Twelve freaking hours, <laughs> or alternately, one day fiance.
1: <laughs> I said three of hearts, more like one heart. <laughs> That's all I give it.
0: I said this book doesn't need more ratings; it meets more
2: fucking sense. Yeah, <laughs> I can say that again. So, if this book sounds like something you want to read. Please be warned that our podcast is full of spoilers. Uh, If you are reading along with us, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at diktokthepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok at diktokpod. It's
1: D-I-K-T-O-K. Oh,
2: thank you. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to start this off with a question. See how you guys feel about this. Because I am finding that a lot of TikToks, basically you are saying like if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all because authors are on here authors will see it like positive vibes only about the books that you're reading and reviewing (sighs) thoughts because i didn't
2: like this (laughs) I'm and I don't see- feel like yeah. I should censor my thoughts. Katie Roberts, who is an author herself, who said, like, no, yeah. TikTok, Goodreads, that's like, that's for the readers. Say what you're going to say. The asshole move is to then tag the author. Yeah. Or like, yes. Hashtag the author. Yeah. But otherwise, say what you're going to say.
1: Yeah. I think part of it is that
2: we're friends with this author on TikTok. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. But just because we're friends on TikTok doesn't mean she's going to listen
0: to our podcast. True. I never have anything nice to say, so
1: right. <laughs> There's a difference between just being mean, right, and like making fun of the content or like judging the content. Like I think that's maybe part of the angle is to like if you don't like the kink or whatever trope or blah blah blah. We're not shit
0: posting. I feel like mostly
2: right. Our critiques are constructive,
1: right, mm.
2: or at least legitimate. Yeah. To a, a- an opinion
1: and they're not mean spirit like i'm not thinking the author's a bad person because well unless you're amanda clover um (laughs) (laughs) sorry
2: sorry couldn't help it
1: okay 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 so i don't have to feel bad yeah
2: knowing that the one of the first books you talked about when we were first dipping our toes in this was stalked by the kraken which i love yeah i know i went back and reread it before starting this i really enjoyed it like zipped through it it was yeah really lovely little story and this was I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised. I really thought I was going to like this.
1: What's up, Karina?
0: You guys had very different takeaways than I did. Not very. It's not like I'm in love with it, but I, I didn't not like it. I liked it.
1: So for me, and I know I need to get better at this, but I can't put my finger exactly on what it is, but it's like the sentence structure is too repetitive. It was very difficult to read and be engaged with. Like it felt cringy almost like in their their dialogue mm-hmm. and interactions I was just like oh ugh, ugh. <laughs> like I don't like any of this um it felt like very unnatural and like stilted and almost clinical in the way it was like describing things and and people and like their thought processes and the first person point of view and the dialogue it was
2: just off like I don't it's it was really hard for me to figure it out I agree and just there were specific things that just seemed like a little bit of lazy writing even within the smut there were some just like okay here's a sentence also goes down on his knees and licks a quick orgasm out of me like uh, all right okay that's all we get sure cool (laughs) (laughs) that's fair and just like the speed at which things moved without much consideration for feelings or reality they go from meeting having sex mating for life and getting pregnant in the span of 18 hours yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> there was a distinct lack of chemistry or build up or tension in any of it. Other than that, like forced for the sake of the plot, I didn't feel any of that like mm. burning. Right, like mm-hmm. oh, I'm invested in this relationship. It just felt like she was no plot. time for that. To exactly. Happen. Mm-hmm. Another example for you of the, the like sex that doesn't make sense. The whole like orgasm denial as a punishment. It, like oh, you can't come until I tell you, and then the second she's close, she's like I'm close, and then he's like come for your mates. Then and yeah, it's like okay <laughs> like, what was the point of any of that
0: but i also feel like romance books do that to me all the time they're like sure do you like orgasm denial and i'm like yes and they're like so we're gonna not do it haha ha, ha. but the like, second you every ask for fucking it, time. Do it yeah like, do you know how this works
1: i did feel like i got a little bit of whiplash with all the character pov transitions like so quick like, it would be, like, three paragraphs on the next person, and then two paragraphs, and then on to the next person, and then a random chapter for Mace. Yeah. <laughs> and then back to Asa. And I was just like, ah!
0: <laughs> well, I always take breaks between <laughs> any chapter. Oh, I- So I, I didn't uh, have that pacing issue because I wasn't- oh. This yeah. one,
2: like, the chapters are so short. Like, I, right. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Need to keep listening through. I was personally attacked. <laughs> So Zephrine is a harpy, Greg is a werewolf shifter, and Asa is a demon. None of them have explicitly, like, interestingly monster dongs. They just have oh, yeah, normal, regular, boring human yeah. junk. Yeah,
1: I feel like we didn't get to know Zephrine that much. Like, as far as personality-wise, she was very much, like, yeah, just, I don't know. Uh, let's put a little placeholder person in there, and I'll fill in mm-hmm. some details later. She likes I ice cream. Yeah, I
0: liked that she was canonically Persian. Uh-huh.
1: Me too. Yes, yes. And then the the like little thing in there about um, also doing research about harpies and like being surprised at how genetically diverse they are for such a small group. small community. I thought it was interesting, but logistically weird. What? I don't know. <laughs> eh, whatever. Question about Harpy logistics. So this whole raising clutches and you have to wait until you are stable and financially able to care for it yourself because you don't have a partner. They're like immortal, right? Yeah. How are none of them not financially able to take care of a clutch? Because like, if you live forever, I don't care how good you are at, like, investing. Just pick your most stable stock, (laughs) put $10 in it, eventually, and wait until it has enough money. (laughs) Get any sort of financial planner. If you live long enough, you'll get there.
0: I think the point isn't to live long enough. Go on.
1: The way way that it was
0: framed within her family is there's more or less an age you're supposed to have your clutch at, which is not super old. Because her younger siblings still live with her parents
2: but that that seems too early for her now because she's what still just like in her 20s it
1: just seems like a weird made-up problem for immortal beings like
0: (laughs) i think the immortal part wasn't considered right i'll give you that
1: and then the solution in the end to just what have a co-op i yeah uh, okay nobody thought of that before (laughs) we needed a man to come in here and tell us that (laughs) yeah
0: bear
2: harpies, get it together. Well,
0: and silkies too, right? Mm-hmm. That was the other
2: group. Woof. <laughs> also, just saves the day left and right. Left
1: and right.
0: I also did like the family dynamics with um, Gregory, even if I wasn't too fond of Gregory as a person. <laughs> but I liked him being like ah ah, and then his mom being like, "Well, your grandfathers yeah. were like that."
2: It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I did like his family. Yeah. Her family needs to get over themselves. Yeah,
0: but. Yep. I mean, that's family. Yep, yep. I didn't find that particularly unrealistic. No, not unrealistic, just
1: plot devicey. I honestly felt really bad for Greg in this whole situation. That sucks. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) Who did you like? I liked Asa. I hated him so much. Why? He's just like a stereotypical bad dom that thinks he's... He's just like a little Asian twink. Like, what even? Oh, my God. What? (laughs) No, he's not
0: canonically Asian. And actually, every guy I've met named Asa is white. But (laughs) in my brain, he was just this little Asian twink. I love him.
1: I hate him so much. (laughs) I liked him. He... Okay.
0: No, go on. Say why you felt bad for Greg.
1: Because... If, like, if we think is manipulative in this situation towards Zephyrine, what the fuck? His relationship with Greg is so toxic. And I feel yeah. like Greg is just like, I'm in love, and this is my mate. And here I am. And now I'm indebted to him because he paid for my bakery. <laughs> and it's like such toxic BDSM. And I just feel like Greg doesn't know better. And he's just stuck in this relationship. Greg
0: doesn't know better than anything. Like, Greg is a jock. Yeah, like a stereotypical high school jock. Like he's just a golden retriever a puppy.
2: Yeah, going around <laughs> doesn't mean I can't feel bad for him. No, I feel, it's easy to feel bad for puppies. Yeah, the the way he acted in the beginning exactly was very hard to overcome. Yeah,
0: really? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm in love with her. Better be mean. Wait, I didn't mean to. Now I'm still mean. Okay, dude.
1: He wasn't what?
0: <laughs>
2: okay made a very bad first impression. Yeah. I found that to be very mild.
0: <laughs> if some dude to- came at me at work like that, I might murder them.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: They wouldn't come back in my venue.
1: I think I just had a super problem with how manipulative Ace is. So the whole thing about like Greg needing to be punished and feeling guilty for leaving Asa, if it's fated mates... Like, how was any of that his
2: fault? Yeah. If he was like fated a, to have two mates. If that's, like, a accepted
1: canon thing in this world, that people have fated mates, and you, like, feel the soul bond and the mate bond, like, okay. The stars told you to.
2: I don't know. Right. You're absolved. <laughs> right? Like, once you figure that out, what is there left? Like, I don't know. Because, yeah, it's legit. Like, it's not Perhaps common to have two, so it's right. It's well, if there's them, one thing confused.
0: I know about exes, is that they always behave logically when it comes to their feelings.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so when you mentioned that it had your least favorite trope in it, that was like needless plot complication. What were you referring to? Because there were several things that
2: happened. The kidnapping. Okay. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was mad about the kidnapping. I was, I was like,
1: mad about. Asa getting up in the morning and leaving to go work on a deal with the heart. Like, what? First of all, when do you have time to come up with that? Yes, leave a note. Send a text message. Maybe whisper in Greg's ear. Literally any of that. And then when they're angry about it and coming back afterwards. And, like, Greg is, like, insisting that he talks to Asa alone. And, like, this whole, like, orchestrated situation where they could all just have a conversation together. And he's like, no. Inside the house. I'm
2: like, what the fuck is happening (laughs) here? If you can't communicate healthily on, on this level of basic stuff, maybe you shouldn't have bonded for life yet. Right.
0: Okay. In terms of Asa leaving and not saying anything, that's 100% me. So- oh, my God. <laughs> so... Um, sorry
1: well and like the extreme reaction i know they're trying to say that she's pregnant and the energies of the babies are contributing she to her being so upset by pregnant. it her reaction to him leaving even because even greg was like oh yeah no he probably just literally stepped out to do something <laughs> and she's like i'm gonna die it was like okay separating. <laughs> take a chill pill <laughs>
0: This is why she doesn't leave her house. Right. There is no chill.
1: <laughs> OK, can we talk about the amount of times in these books that decisions like that are made while they're actively having sex? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Can, it's we, can we take a breath, yeah. maybe, a little beat. And he's like making this whole point of being like, no, no, no. I'm letting you make the decision. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, but she's really not though. Yeah. Like <laughs> like you've manipulated her this entire time by withholding information and having side conversations with Greg about like when to tell her things and where to go with her and letting her leave. Oh, I'm letting her leave yeah. because XYZ, I have this secret plan she's going to come back and I have to manipulate her emotions and how she feels about that. But this. also it's
0: fine cuz we're just going to follow her to her parents' house anyway Literally. or to her house anyway and then, for family Yeah, dinner. it's
1: like they've just manipulated her into this bond and oh, it was very upsetting. I had a problem with every time Zephreen was feeling any sort of emotion, she was like, Make me forget the sex. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was just so weird. yeah, <laughs> it's okay to feel things. Well, and it was just like the things that are happening are like, I don't know, pretty big problems, mm-hmm. like not even not problems, but like I- maybe maybe a reaction to being pregnant
0: isn't like quick. <laughs>
1: Let's make me more pregnant. (laughs) That's not how
0: that works, but okay.
1: No, it's not.
0: (laughs) That's how she had triplets. (laughs) Because they did it three times.
2: (laughs) It's always triplets with
0: harpies. Unless it's a boy. Unless Unless it's a boy. Then they're not even harpies. There Mm -hmm. are no male harpies.
1: I did have to laugh when Greg towards the end was like, I know what I can bring to this relationship because we can talk about that in a second. This weirdo hang up yeah. he's got. That they all have. They all have. Right, right. Yeah. That was one thing I kind of liked, that we got their point of view and each of them had their own insecurities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, OK, 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 I'm jiving. But then him to be like, we need more sense. And I was like,
2: from you? <laughs> like, you th- You think that's what you're bringing you're to this relationship? You're the sensible one. Sense. Uh, do you remember okay. 12 hours ago when you met Zephyrine?
1: Right. Oh my god.
0: I think in terms of the realism of dealing with polyamory, communication problems, sorry Katie. Scheduling problems, <laughs> yeah. like he's like, oh, "We need a calendar." I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and um insecurities. All they they were all touched on. They were all dealt with. Okay. Do you
2: think in realistic ways? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: have thoughts on what was unrealistic?
2: Oh, I just am hyper on like 18 fucking hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that
0: is unrealistic.
2: I can't yeah, I can't really get past that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the mermaid book, I was like, girl, get a U-Haul. Like, that doesn't even hold up time-wise to I guess. this.
1: <laughs> so
2: it's 18 hours, and then it fast-forwards like three months. Yeah. Most yeah. of the major events yeah, yeah, yeah. happen in that first 18 hours.
0: So full disclosure, I um, started reading
2: two
0: of fools. i was like two birds of a feather what are we <laughs> <laughs> and rage quit it because i felt like i got dom
1: baited oh what is it tell us more <laughs> the little end bit with mace and sophia mm-hmm. uh, i got questions there it was weird so okay. tell me more
0: so it centers on um zef's sister sophia and mace who is friend of aces and a demon He's a demon, yeah. He was also in Stalked by the Kraken. It's a little complicated and I don't fully understand it, but he has to be bonded to someone on this plane to stay. And he was bonded to Asa and it got really crowded once Asa also bonded to Greg and Zeph. And so he's like, this is a lot of thoughts and feelings. So he kind of tricks Sophia. She still agrees to it, but he says that she owes him the favor because he found Zeph and you owe a demon a favor and apparently it's a big deal even though it's kind of like what happens? What happens if I don't do it? But anyway she does agree to bond with him just to keep him focused on the plane Um, and his thought is like she's not going to notice anything well she notices everything and so she's constantly compelled towards him and resents him for doing this to her but also because she's a nice person like doesn't want him to cease to exist so she doesn't want to break the bond either Um, so she's looking for a solution because it's zapping her energy and she realizes it stops zapping her energy when she's near him Cool. Um, so they go off on a mission, an adventure together, and they're slowly enemies to Lovering, not in a r- super toxic way, in a <laughs> slightly toxic way. And she is really badass and has a specific type of sex that she likes. And he is all in. He's like, I will. Do you want me to get on my knees for you? You want me to beg? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Or no, she doesn't even say, yeah, she's like, mm, mm-hmm, normally, yeah, normally, yeah. And she's like, but not for you. Yeah. But what if God. I tried something completely different this time and I'm a total submissive and I was like, we're uh, done. I'm done here. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. I'm OK reading books about submissives, but don't trick me. Don't yeah. trick
2: me. Do you think you still would have rage quit if we hadn't already been reading so many books about submissives?
0: I was tired two books ago.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm not saying that has nothing to do with it. But I don't like being baited either. Yeah. Yeah. Are there romance novels not from the POV of a natural submissive? Just need to let loose her, the natural submissive that I can sense.
1: Yeah, that was so shoehorned in there. And I've said that a lot in this episode because I felt it a lot. There's a lot of
2: shoehorning. Like, so it's just like, your shoes are too small. Get a bigger pair of shoes. (laughs) Yes.
1: It was just all so forced and weird. More casual anal. Just,
2: <laughs> yeah, just on the floor. On
0: no in. lube.
2: Oof. It's okay, they heal fast. Yeah, you have to.
0: Yeah, Emily, when you said you didn't like the book, I assumed it was all of the torturous anal, honestly.
2: Torturous anal. <laughs> <laughs> An apt description. Talk
1: about human rights violations. <laughs> Next week, we're reading Not My Type by Evie Mitchell.
2: TikTok stars Karina McGeehan, Emily Shirley, and Katie Jeffries. It is edited by Karina McGeehan, produced by Derek Adams, recorded at Shadow Public Radio, and our production manager is Jonathan Sparks.